Super Bowl was one for the ages, and I'm not even a sports fan. If you watched it, you might have seen a commercial about Jesus with the tagline, He Gets Us. Not surprisingly, this commercial has been the center of a lot of talk, both positive and negative. The bros jump into the conversation with this question in mind. How can we be Christ's ambassadors concerning this ad? What can we say? How can we say it? And why does Doug inherently trust anything that Mr. T sells? All that and more as we go mad. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of Go Mad with Doug and Brad and Jesse. We're excited to be here today. We're going to be talking today about the He Gets Us ad. Now, you may not know what this is. We're going to talk a little bit about that. But for most people, you are aware because it's been all over social media and even news reports about this recently uh, since the Super Bowl. But the reality is, you know us here by now. We're not going to spend a lot of time talking about the positives and negatives. We'll give a little glimpse of kind of what people have been saying. But really what we want to talk about is the takeaway as ambassadors of Jesus Christ that we can apply to our everyday lives on this. So we're going to dive in here, Doug. I And Jesse, I do have to ask, we know that people tune into the Super Bowl for commercials first and for well first what is this Travis Super, Kelsey and Taylor Swift what is the Super Bowl right uh, was this a show that was on recently it's a sporting event with sports teams ah that, oh that one it is the game Brad, called football that has nothing to do pretty much with feet but Brad is a real fan here because he's wearing our favorite team Brad and I root for the New York Giants Jesse roots for what he calls he goes Yay, sports, whenever there's something <laughs> right. Sports. Not all right, sports. Let's go. But uh, yeah, the Giants. And one of uh, my favorite players, Mark Bavaro. Yes, so there he, we was, go. This he is, was awesome. Yep. Neither of our teams were in the Super Bowl, but a, but a team that's sort of close to us uh, won the Chiefs. Um, yeah, Brad, I love the idea of, I would like to hear what your favorite, what was your, what was your best this commercial year? this year? Yeah. Okay. And maybe ever. Like, what, what was your favorite from this year? I'm going to do a horrible impersonation that will hopefully give you what my favorite commercial was this year. I uh, like the one about the car and the people impersonating Christopher Walken. So that Thank was, you for telling us yeah, who you were impersonating. I love that because that Christopher Walken is fascinating to me and the fact that it was making fun of people trying to impersonate him. And he just kept being like, okay. Do you have a favorite one so, ever? I do, but I learned something about it this year. I, my favorite ever is Mean Joe Green and the uh, oh, Coca-Cola. That was yes. awesome. Yes. But I, my kids saw it this year. It was one of the top two on kind of a Super Bowl countdown thing. And I was like, man, why was that number two? And they're like, it was good, but people nowadays don't know Mean Joe Green right. was mean. He was, I mean, the, that's the right. fact that he was called it only Mean works. Joe Green that's for why a he reason. has a nickname. It, it wasn't ironic. Works. I it mean, he sense. was. So <laughs> it was the fact that. He was this big, tough guy, the little kid, the Coke, the swigging it, it all so at good. once. So anyway, that is probably my favorite one. Jesse, you got favorites? You know, because I'm 12, actually, yeah. in my at brain. Heart. 12 at <laughs> heart. I, I almost cringe as I say this. There was this Reese's commercial this year where there was no plot. There was no... It was the, probably the least thought out commercial. And it's the only one I actually find myself chuckling at. Like... What was like, in it? They're I'm like, we're going to gonna change Reese's. And the people are like, no. And this guy like puts his face into a oh, lot of chili. I remember and that. That's they went right. crazy. That was a good one. That was <laughs> funny. Like, 
I should not be. La- Why am I laughing? And yet I am laughing, and I can't help it. So there it is. <laughs> the guy he also did the head in the wall. The yes. other guy, yes, yes. I, the person jumping out the window. Right. No, that was that was pretty good. I like that. I'm so, ashamed. So I- apparently, um, the the commercial that quote won this year, like had the biggest audience reaction, was that one for Paramount. Uh, it's mm-hmm. got had like Picard in it, and some cartoon pig called Peppa Pig. I need to catch up on things. I do not know what Peppa Pig is. We live in the land of the Wiggles. That's why. That is, we <laughs> remember right. the Wiggles and then we moved on. So, wow. but my Peppa favorite pig. man, my Arnold Schwarzenegger in the State Farm commercial. He cannot say <laughs> neighbor. You know, they're like, like a good neighbor, like a good neighbor, and he can't try, and he can't do it. Uh, or Mr. T doing whatever. I don't even know what he was selling. Sketchers. But it was Mr. T, whatever you want me to buy, sure. Because you're Mr. T. My favorite all time, 2011. You guys remember that Volkswagen commercial with the little kid trying to be Darth Vader? And he was trying to like okay, yes. get the the force to work, and and finally he tries it. That on was like a, remote start. Yeah, or remote something. starts the the car, and he's like shocked that it, it, it's okay, so that cute, is so fantastic. funny. That's so kind of endearing. We're gonna talk about the he gets us commercial this year. Seven million dollars for thirty seconds this year. So a lot of money Crazy. to put it on. If you didn't see it, yeah, a hundred million people watching the Super Bowl. Um, so one of the biggest ratings things ever. So whoever oh, yeah. was watching TV saw these commercials. I That's mean, right. Yeah. So you hear the song from NXS, Never Tear Us Apart. Some really beautiful, highly stylized photos, um, various scenes of people watching, washing each other's feet. Visuals are beautiful. Um, images showing sorrow, brokenness, um, over, uh, this piano ballad that, like I said, was NXS, Never Tear Us Apart. Um, and then uh, it seems to cover every social issue kind of under the sun there, and inclu- including some of the tough ones, abortion, transgenderism. Then uh, on the screen it says, Jesus never taught hate. He washed feet. Uh, and this is from a group called uh, Come Near, Inc. They're a nonprofit, and they say they are committed to sharing the life and love of Jesus that believes Jesus was human and divine. He rose from the dead and more. So I'm about to shock you guys. You're not going to believe this. There were some strong responses on Twitter and online and on social media. People actually were sharing strong what? opinions about something. Online? Like in public? Uh, yeah. In, not, I know. Not, not in line. I <laughs> Okay. Not in lines, online, Jesse. It's oh, <laughs> so okay. maybe in lines as well. And <laughs> I will say that for those who were watching the Super Bowl, you know that there was also the, uh, you know, kind of the other he gets us ad that was loving, a childlike kind of love. Uh, I forget exactly what the tagline was there, but this is the one you mentioned Doug, right. that was creating the reaction. And you're right, it created a reaction from people who love Jesus, people who. Don't like Jesus. I mean, it was across the across spectrum. the spectrum. People were talking about this. Some of the positive responses, um, you know, it, uh, uh, people thought it was great from a marketing standpoint. That's true. It really gets your attention. Oh, yeah. I mean, the room we were in got totally silent. Lots of people in there. Well-executed message. Uh, artistically, really beautiful. 
Um, what did you guys What did you guys read about it that were some positive responses? Well, I, I will say my social media did blow up with this one. Uh, the next morning, it shifted from Kelsey and Swift to he gets us. <laughs> uh, it was it was Anything the one thing that Kelsey knocked them out of the of the well, top that's trending right. spot. I think so. The I as I was looking though, I, I mean the positive that people shared that I saw were that uh, you know it did get people's attention. It got people talking. In fact, I will say this. Someone did share how the previous years he gets us at because they, they had ads in the in last year's Super Bowl as well. Uh, one person shared that there is someone that started coming to their church because of the interesting questions that started from the he gets us uh, ad. Wow. And that person now is a follower of Christ. Now that was one person mm-hmm. is, is one person's story, but it does show that it does get people's interest. I'm sure that's the hope of of the folks that are uh, that are putting on this commercial on the Super Bowl. And yeah, I mean, again, we're not going to be uh, screaming. Uh, love or hate here. We're just going to be talking about um, the some of the responses and then kind of our personal takeaways. But I think it does. It probably holds an, a welcoming door open to non-believers. They're they're trying to say mm. um, get people's attention. Um, and and if if you're not thinking about Jesus at all, then you're thinking about him. Um, and and probably trying to combat. Um, some of the uh, misconceptions that people can have, because let's be honest, Christians don't always get this right. I hate to shock you guys, but um, but like you said, Brad, that's, a, that's very interesting that someone saw it, got interested, went to a church, gives their life to Jesus. My guess is that's not the only time that's happened. Yeah. I think the other thing that I saw was, if I can just share this from He Gets Us Directly, just kind of what they say as far as the right. positive side. Right, they have a website. Side. Yeah, they do. Uh, they said that they hope that our latest commercials will stimulate both societal discussion and individual self-reflection about who is my neighbor and how each of us can love our neighbor even as we have differences and serve one another with more kindness and respect. So uh, that, mm. that's from them as far as what they hope the positive takeaway will be from this. So there's, uh, you know, people um, are uh, in some of their criticisms are assuming that it's a commercial that's aimed at unchurched people that don't know Jesus. But I actually think the audience, whether they intended it to be or not, was more for Christians or church people that respond. Interesting. Can re- yeah, because if you watch it, it it is it is kind of giving a picture of um, Christians that, in, if from their perspective, and yeah, this can happen sometimes, can respond to people living in sin with real venom, and and can say hateful things. Um, when we're supposed to be an ambassador to them for Jesus loving them, and. Another positive thing that I saw, and I kind of agree with, anything that gets people looking towards Jesus is a good thing. So even if it's not said perfectly, and even if there are some things you might disagree with or wish that had been said, and we're going to get to that in a minute here, uh, it can't be bad that that all you were thinking about was Doritos and um, and when the the chicken wings are going to get there, and then all of a sudden you're you're going, man, Jesus. So if if bridged, if used correctly, if an ambassador 
of Christ actually yeah. uses it correctly to bridge to the gospel, then you're then you got a winner. And we're going to dive into that in a couple minutes yeah. here. As Doug has pointed out, they well, we don't want you to walk away from this episode with is, man, they are all for this, all for that as far as the commercial, as far as he gets us. This isn't about that. This really isn't. This is something that has stimulated conversation, and we see some things in this that can really bring about something in us as ambassadors. Now, I don't know if you guys noticed, uh, there were, well, you mentioned it before, it was harder to find the negative reactions. Nope. No, uh, it no, was, no. Though I had to dig for the positive reactions. I'm going to be honest. <laughs> right. As I was scrolling, it took more scrolling to get to those. But there definitely were some <sighs> negative, uh, just putting people on blast out there. Yeah, it, it's funny you put it that way. I was thinking like, so I don't know if any of you guys watch Star Trek, but there's like when when they're going and trying to yeah, Skywalker to catch and someone, Solo was that either that or that's um, Sky Wars. That's, that's right, that's Sky Wars. That's right. Yeah, come on, Brad. It's Sky Wars. And so I get so all right. So I watched an episode and they're like and they're using their uh, the little what the guns they use. Come on, oh goodness, phasers, phasers, not phasers. As you can that's tell, different. I'm quite the Trekkie. Phasers, yes, um, and. And uh, they put it on stun, you know, to so they hit someone with it just to, to and and it's so that mm. they will get hit with it and just be completely shocked. And it, it seems like some believers, unfortunately, go through their life with their mouth and their keyboard on stun. Um, and some people actually make their living That's uh, true. getting clicks and and giving folks the benefit of the doubt doesn't typically get you lots of clicks. Um, and let's be honest, some of the folks saying you're preaching hate aren't always talking so lovingly themselves. But with that being said, let's let's uh, there are some, I think, some fairly legitimate um, criticism. Yeah. Let's let's Jesse, jump into those a little say, bit. As far have what have you heard as far as some of the negative reactions or things people have pointed out about it? You know, I've I've pretty much just skimmed headlines. Mm-hmm. But when I when mm-hmm. I look at the headlines I go it it's it's interesting um it seems to be focused on Christians outraged by Super Bowl commercials, evangelicals upset mm. with and that surprised me because um that's who is making the headlines when it seems that as you were saying Doug the commercials supposed to be aimed outward, but the headlines are all about how Christians have reacted. I thought that was just unusual. That is, that is. I, I, you know, and I also have seen, as far as the substance, some have also been critical that this is basically a partial gospel. And and that's been a challenge, that it doesn't represent the real or the complete Jesus. It, It is a partial gospel. I don't want to mince words on that, but at the same time, it does also represent some of who Jesus is, right. and, and that's kind of the, the tricky balance there. But it's not; it is not certainly uh, one of the criticisms is correct that it is not a full gospel and doesn't indicate that He has come to save us, not just that He gets us. I I think the problem is when you're committed to kind of sharing a nice Jesus. I'm not. 
you know, whether the commercial does that or not, there does seem to be a movement these days. Jesus is nice, and uh, you read in Revelation 2, uh, Jesus is the risen Savior. He's coming back to defeat his enemies, and yes— he loves us. That's, the Bible says that he chose to die on the cross for us because he loves us. Um, but this is interesting. I went to the website, and uh, like I said earlier, it said um, he gets us a nonprofit organization committed to sharing the life and love of Jesus that believes Jesus was human and divine, their words, he arose from the dead, and more. I'll be honest with you. I looked all through that website, and they really do seem to go out of their way to not mention sin. So if you're going to mention— I did try to dig on that. I tried to dig for kind of where the gospel's presented. and If you're going to mention why that Jesus was on the cross, why not mention why he was on the cross? Um, And they said, if you're wondering what our agenda is, this is a quote, our agenda is to rediscover the love story— of Jesus. Well, God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son. There's really, there isn't a way to really discuss the love of Jesus without going the whole way. Should you expect a 30-second commercial (laughs) to share the whole gospel? I think there's a way. I really do think there's a way. And they used 60 seconds uh, for the, during the whole, uh, during the whole uh, Super Bowl, but I think there's a way to say Jesus isn't the misconceptions you think he is, and yes, Christians have been mean sometimes in in those misconceptions, but at the same time, there's a God who loved you enough to to uh, pay your price, to pay our price for us running our lives our way, and the reason and and God calls that sin. The reason I know that can be done is I've seen our dad do it for his whole life in 30 seconds, yeah, share the gospel, yeah. uh, in 60 seconds, share the gospel. So I think that's that's fair because if you're going to if you're going to have an ad that is starting the conversation about Jesus, hopefully, when you go and, and go to their website, which is obviously what their hope is, when you get to that website, you're going to continue the conversation with the gospel. You know, uh, something else that uh, hits me in this is that there are—I uh, want to switch back real quick to a positive that's a takeaway for me, mm-hmm. and then I want to mention one other thing that people have talked about online, but— we do need to be prepared to share the gospel. The I actually thought this morning as I was thinking through some things uh, about the uh, commercials, what if they, they did two commercials? What if first half oh. had been the one part of he gets us and the second part had been the gospel as far as uh, even though to be continued at the end of the oh, first wow. commercial where it's like there's more coming because you grab the interest Anyway, that's I. Uh, Brad, the, you're doing the commercials next year. <laughs> yeah, that would that would have been under hires. <laughs> but one of the things I am grateful for is that let's be clear, Jesus does get us, and and that's represented Hebrews four fifteen and sixteen. For we do not have a high priest who is unable yes. to empathize with our weaknesses, but we have one who has been tempted in every way, just as we are, yet he did not sin. Let us then approach God's throne of grace with confidence so that we may receive mercy and find grace to help us in our time of need. 
the reality is that verse there shows that, yes, we have a God who gets us, a Savior who gets us, but you have to bring sin into the (laughs) equation because he was without sin, and there is a full gospel message as far as he was without sin, and that's what makes it a true love story because of what he did for us. Now, now to play angel's advocate, because I'm not going to play devil's advocate. <laughs> Wait, oh, do I, I have, I see Jesse on my shoulder now. Uh, yeah. Like, you know, on the Tom but and the Jerry commercial. Yeah, the, the angel. angel. He's got only, a, you've got it. a halo. It's Don't just, worry. Just the, just Don't on you the see one's him? shoulder. Yeah. Don't you see him? He's yeah. got a halo. So being that angel's advocate, I'd love to hear your thoughts on this. Uh, it, one could argue um, it's all about contextualization. Um, you think about Paul. Um, speaking in Athens, he doesn't mention sin. He doesn't mention the cross um, because his audience would go, what? What are, you, what are you even talking about? He comes to them on their level, speaking their language, quoting their poets, not the Old Testament. That's right. And so um, what would you say someone goes, well, this is contextualized for a politically polarized America, uh, an America that goes, oh, you're a Christian. You must be a hateful bigot. Um, and this is... Right addressing that. What would y'all say to someone who comes with, with that? You know, I, I think my response to that, Jesse, would be, if great someone question. said that would be, it really is a great question, would be, um, it kind of goes to the, someone did a flip side of this commercial that I uh, took off on it that was, he saves us. And I, there were some good things in there, some things that probably went too far and everything. But the reality is that he does save us. And I think that's where it's a leaning into not just trying to be didactic in our approach of of kind of just throwing scripture at someone, but tying that into our experience. So in this situation, I would say you are focusing, it's kind of that two commercial to if it's a part one and part two thing, where it is tying in the fact that Jesus does get us in this way and referring to these cultural touchstones, these cultural things around us, but tying it back by using your story or using someone else's story to be able to say, as Paul does, and that's who I once was. Paul tells us his story over and over. I mean, as far as referencing back, that's who I once was, but I found Jesus. You look at John Newton and Amazing Grace. I once was lost, but now I'm found from the things he had been rescued from. So I think it's a tying together of knowing what's going on in the world around you Mm. Right. Contextualization. Yeah, that, that's very important. And being able to apply the Bible, the Word of God to that situation in a personal, loving, and caring way. And right, I do think right. that's part of what the what this ad campaign is trying to do is we talk a lot uh, in different ministry things about the pendulum swing, that you go one way and then it's like, man, that's too bad that way. So we're yeah. going all the Let's other Go to the other extreme. Yeah. yeah mm-hmm. and I, so I think this leans towards the other extreme of, hey, we are going to just, there's been too much anger associated with Christianity, with the Bible, with the word of God. So we're going to go the other way and show people that Jesus is love, and and this is how he loves. And the reality is that it is about love and truth, that Jesus loves us by showing us who we really are and showing Ah. us that there is a way that we can be forgiven and free. Yeah, it is very true that Paul, he went pretty far 
with trying to contextualize the gospel, he'd probably be criticized by a lot of people today. Greek poets, he he was um, he quoted at one point a Roman comedian that was um, known for for kind of having a filthy mouth and filthy jokes. Uh, but here's the thing, he still got to the gospel. He he said, "Hey, look, uh, look at those gods over all those gods you guys worship. There's even an unknown one over there. Well, that unknown one, you're right. You don't know him, and that's the true one. That is Jesus. So he the the thing is, he didn't stop there. He didn't. It it, it wasn't enough to Paul for just to say, hey." Um, what you think about God isn't isn't completely right. He also eventually turned a corner. And of course, mm. we're talking about a 30-second commercial here. And so even if you're not expecting the corner to be turned in uh, that those 30 seconds, uh, I love that idea of Brad's um, part two a little later on, turn it there, or at least when you go to their website, yes. let there be something that it it you guys have to go there to check it out and and but it does seem they're going out of their way to never mention sin or why Jesus was on a cross or why the resurrection matters we know uh, not personally in most cases there are a couple people we know but we know people who are behind he gets us who are supportive of this, who are helping give and them advice. And they love Jesus. They love they really Jesus. Do. They love the gospel. So we we want to be clear. I agree, Doug, that the website is just it's too hard to figure out kind of who what the gospel is there. But the people behind it love Jesus and want the gospel out there, which is part of what makes it so strange. Because it's just yeah. like, man, I know the people's heart behind this is that people experience Jesus. That's why we're bringing it up. Thank you, Brad. Because these people, these folks do love Jesus. If you go and look um, who is uh, who, who pays for these, these are folks that love the Lord. And so this is what we hope is constructive with the the fancy bible word exhortation and believe me this this isn't the first time that they would have heard this i'm sure they've had these conversations but um if you're gonna bridge there get to the ultimate love of our sin being paid for jesse you look like you may have something on your mind <laughs> I think I just have that kind of face. Yeah. I, just, I didn't know if you were leaning in there, so that was just turned strange. really red. I can't. Um, so no matter how it comes across to you, no matter how you feel about uh, watching this commercial, uh, the fact of the matter is, uh, we are on the other side of it now, and a lot of times our job as Christians is not so much to critique or approve of what is out there, but to engage it, to say, okay, now we are in it. Mm. Um, how can I use this for God's glory? Yes. So if I, um, I was watching the Super Bowl with, uh, I believe, I think it was all believers I was around. If I was with an unbeliever, I could have easily just gone, what'd you think about that? And immediately a conversation has started. So even if I looked at it and went, uh, I don't really like it. It's a conversation starter. I remember uh, hearing of this. May be going too far, but in a uh, in Great Britain, there was an ad campaign of maybe a few years ago 
uh, an atheistic ad campaign that said something like, God probably isn't real, so just get on with your life. Mm. And I heard about a Christian leader who contributed to that campaign because he's like, hey, people are talking about God. Wow. It's an easy wow. entry point. All I have to do is say, hey, what do you think about this billboard? And we're talking about God. And so my thought is now, how do I respond oh, now man. that it's out there? Thank you, Jesse. That, and let's be clear. It's an incredible conversation starter. And let's face it, if you're an ambassador for Christ, and Jesus said we are his representatives, we're the ones that's supposed to be sharing the gospel, not necessarily commercials. So take what's out there, like you said, uh, Jesse. Uh, Yeah, the Super Bowl ad, he gets us, it's probably flawed. But can it be useful to an ambassador? Absolutely. This is the to- a tool. This is a tool in the hands of an ambassador. It's an easy connection to go from, hey, did you see that commercial about Jesus washing feet? He was always doing stuff like that. He was always blowing people's minds. He was always challenging their misconceptions. In fact, he has done that for me. Can I tell you about that over some coffee? At the end of the day, a big takeaway for me is that we've got to be careful to not immediately condemn or judge an effort by other Christians to share Jesus that we don't completely agree with, okay? Yeah, we need to be discerning. Don't hear me wrong here. we got to be discerning and, uh, and even share what's right in the right form and situation and even point out issues. But there are so many things in our culture that are effective springboards into a conversation about our Savior. If one of those things is a commercial or a movie that comes out that actually talks about Jesus for once, hey, even if it's not in the way we would have done it, all the better. Go and ambassadorize and jump from that into a conversation with someone you love about the gospel. I was looking at some of the things that came out about this. Yes, there were a lot of articles about kind of the friendly fire. Christians kind of aiming their guns at other people talking about Jesus and everything and criticizing and critiquing. And I, I understand that. I, I get why people were wanting, want this to be right because they're passionate about Jesus. But there were people like Congress people, people in Congress and senators and people who are well-known saying, hey, I'm talking about this. I'm angry about this because these people love Jesus. Mm. And they're talking about they're they're anti these different groups and here they are selling this message of love. How could they do that? So people are talking about it. People are asking the question why they spend 7 million dollars on a Super Bowl ad instead of what they could have done with it. Don't get me started because I've seen what Christians spend their money on, including <laughs> myself. So let's not go down that road, but when Christian controversy comes up, We can either spend a lot of time talking about it and pointing fingers, or we can be ambassadors and ask, how can I use this opportunity to make a difference? Now, by the time you hear this podcast, the reality is that the momentum of this ad has kind of shifted and, and, you know, there's the news cycle. But what about next time? The reality is millions and millions and millions of people saw this ad. Ask those in your life. What was your favorite Super Bowl commercial? Mm. Did you see the one about he gets us? And then, like you said, Doug, use it as a bridge to share how Jesus does get us and the difference he's made in your life. This is one of the easier bridges to make to the gospel, talking about such a cultural touch point. And for me, the other takeaway here is, are you loving like Jesus? 
one of the points of the ad campaign is, are we loving mm. like Jesus? Which means that we've got to walk in truth and you've got to walk in love. Don't pick one or the other. Figure out the, look at how Jesus balanced those and be like Jesus in those things. And when I say that, yes, I certainly mean towards people who don't know Jesus. I certainly do mean that because the reality is they need to experience the love of Jesus from the Jesus followers much more than they do. But I'm also talking about, are you loving the body of Christ like Jesus does? He directly talks about this in the Word of God over and over. Let us not grow weary of doing of doing good, for in due season we will reap if we do not give up. So then, as we have opportunity, let us do good to everyone, and especially to those who are of the household of faith. Oh, He doesn't just say love those outside the church. He says love the body of Christ, like I love the body of Christ. And when all of a sudden we just start aiming our guns at each other and spending our time talking about how we would do something differently, instead of saying, hey, someone is talking about Jesus, let's dive in and talk about Jesus too. Man, we've got some work to do when all of it, when it comes down to that. Love is patient. Love is kind. Keeps no record of wrongs. It believes all things. It gives the benefit of the doubt. Well, this has been quite the conversation. And by the way, I want to make clear, you can get to the gospel from Mr. T, the Mr. T commercial. I don't. I feel like we've left him out a little bit here, but he's a believer. He is. Did, did you know B.A. from the A-team loves Jesus? I do. And then you're, you're, you got your coffee conversation right there, Follow too. Follow him on social media. You can reference what he talks about on social media awesome. even. He is. But I will say that the reality is, I once again, we hope you've heard our hearts on this, that know what is going on in the world around you, be aware of it, and always be looking for how you can point others to Jesus through those things that are happening in the world. And as we've made abundantly clear here once again, we do not have all the answers, but we hope that the conversation Amen. was uh, enlightening to you. Hey, would you, uh, wherever you get this podcast, would you leave a review? Um, hopefully it's five stars. Not out, If it's out of 10 stars, please make it 10. <laughs> um, and, but if you write a review, it's even better. That really gets people more really eyes, helps. more ears. So if you believe um, in, in the things we're talking about here, in the in the God that's behind um, being saying we're his ambassadors, would you leave a review? Tell a friend about this. And uh, until we see you next time, we've got something real important to say, and that would be Go Mad! Go mad.